Hello and thanks everybody for uh, your time. Thank you for being part of this uh, amazing uh, uh, experiment in trying to kind of just get a lot of professionals and trying to get a lot of information from them. So now we have Kim Walton, uh, who is the founder of consultant uh, consultant practice in Sundry, Alberta called Bowcrow Design. Thank you for your time and presence in this series, Kim, and thank you for being open to be part of this series of interviews. Well, thank you. And I think it's awesome that you're focusing on central Alberta, which doesn't get enough attention. And there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. That, that's, uh, that's a way how I'm seeing things, right? Because uh, I've, I've, uh, when I came from Mexico, I... I was so excited to see like and explore and, and see what's going on with the province. And I understand there's a lot of amazing things that is happening right now, right? So, and, and now that I'm just completed mm -hmm. my certification in Passive House, uh, I'm so eager to kind of start to trying to see like how much we can increase this uh, type of uh, projects, right? Which I understand that is a lot going on in Edmonton, Calgary. And when I was looking at your portfolio as well, it was it was amazing how how these professionals are are making things work, and I was so impressed that uh, the, on, on your portfolio as well. But before you, we get on into specifics, maybe maybe you can tell me a little bit more about your your background, education, or or whatever you can share about uh, how how your experience has been built on all these years in your career. If you can share up a little bit more about that, that would be great. So we start with once upon a time, a very, very long time ago. Um, I went to university and I went to the University of Manitoba and um, started off in architectural design school. And um, one of my projects was based on sustainability. That really caught my attention. Um, at the time, I bought tons of books and did a lot of research and really put my heart and soul into that particular project. And this was the late 70s. And I, I didn't get a bad mark on the project. As a matter of fact, I've probably got a good mark. But, but the, most, the most depressing thing was that the instructors had no idea what I was talking about and couldn't take me any further. That was really a disappointment. There was a vague interest, but that was not their focus at all. And so, so once I completed a couple of years, I thought I would just go out and find out more and, and with always the intention of going back to school and, and uh, do, find out more practical, um, about more practical things, uh, including low carbon. So we didn't call it low carbon at the time. We we're talking about straw bill and cordwood and log building. And, and those were the kinds of things I was interested in. So, so through a few different jobs, I learned much more practical skills and ended up working for a little while for a, a log building company that did that did, uh, I don't even know if they, they're around anymore, but they, they do prefab, prefab logs. So it was an awesome experience. Besides that, and working in an engineering office before, just learning how to do details and how important details are and um, getting com and communicating through drawings in order to get things right. So that was a very long time ago, and that was a very good beginning. We're doing this kind of work because so the devil is in the details, and that's absolutely true in um, doing um, better construction and, and helping people to understand how they need to just change their thinking slightly in order to get um, to do something of a better quality and higher quality in terms of building envelope and, and uh, sustainable 
architecture. So, so uh, through the years, I, um, I stopped working for other people and started working for myself. So that was sometime in the early 80s. And, and I connected with um, somebody who, that I worked with for a long time, for decades, that was much more experienced and much more um, cognizant of all of the trends and, and the way to do things. His name is Michael Carefoot out of Cremona. Um, Synergy, um, and so we started doing very, very well insulated buildings and airtight buildings in the starting in the 80s. That's when I started doing that. So in amongst the projects that we did over that period of time, um, I learned about HOT 2000, I did HOT 2000 training and EE4 training and all kinds of energy modeling. Um, so after a few decades of doing that and many, many projects, so these projects aren't coming like they do now, you know, all of my projects are at least passive house or or wanting to be passive house, very well insulated houses. But at the time, there are a lot of other projects I was working on and trying to direct my clients to doing better. But for the most part, the really serious and great ones were one or two a year. Once upon a time. So um, that's just been increasing substantially since. Um, But keeping on top of everything, um, after the um, building in in Echo Haven, uh, which was really, we really focused a lot on on, um, Hot 2000, using Hot 2000 to get um, to certain goals. And um, it was right after that project that I had a client who really wanted a passive house and encouraged me to take passive house course. So congratulations, by the way, for passing an exam, because I know it's not an easy exam. Um, but um, I, did take, I did take the course um, because my client was really interested in getting, having a certified building. And uh, um, that was in, I think, 2011. I'm pretty sure it was 2011. It was the first course offered in Alberta. It was a small community, and the people who would be interested were um, all pretty much the same people, and they still practice. And what was very interesting about that training was after all those decades of all the work that I'd done, I was pretty sure I'd walk into the Passive House course and just know everything. And that was just not the case. So it was pretty great. I had so much experience with Hot 2000 as well and pretty in-depth experience. But um, what was really uh, great was that we could prove um, our theories and discount some of the things that we often had imagined were correct. So, so the science behind um, passive house has really been helpful in in moving my career forward and moving my understanding of building envelope and and the best practices forward. Um, and it was really awesome to do. So. I think besides that, I have taken training. So that was the Passive House um, Institute training. I've taken um, and been certified through the Passive House um, US for both um, as a designer and as a builder. So that's just building on all of my work experience. And by the way, I didn't go back to university because they couldn't help me with the things I wanted to do. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a, that's a good background actually. Uh, I'm so amazed how, like in my previous interviews, how uh, all the professionals start trying to kind of build their career in certain things, and all of a sudden they're trying to kind of, well, I think this is not working that well for me, so I'm going to take another path. But again, the way how everything can work together in order to kind of build mm-hmm. skills, experience. Everything is taken into account on whatever career or whatever path you want to pursue, right? So it's amazing how, okay, wow, let's try to kind of be more detailed on, on which path I want to go. 
and it's incredible how the way is is turning out in 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 terms of of what we want to achieve, right? So it's pretty interesting the behavior on, on how the your career was moving forward. And the other part that is uh, is pretty interesting to me as well is I, I was doing a little bit of research about your career as well, and that's is my understanding that you're forming part of the of the Association of Passive House Canada, right? So is my understanding that you're forming part of the chair chair of the association. Uh, can you That's tell correct. me? Can you tell me more about it? So Passive Buildings Canada was the first um, passive buildings organization in Canada. Um, started through some people through Ryerson uh, that were building science, building envelope experts, and that was um, they were the beginning members of this organization. Um, I think one of the people though that was included is is Stuart Fix, who is um, uh, an engineer out of Edmonton, but this he was still just graduating from um, Ryerson with a building science and an engineering master's in building science after an engineering degree. So it was Stuart that brought uh, Passive House to Alberta, and he was also part of that board to begin with, and then again later on. So they're building science enthusiasts, and um, and the organization was built on 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 the ideas of the Passive House Institute and spreading the idea across Canada. So. As, as far as an organization is concerned, it is a national organization um, with members from across Canada and really focuses on not just education specifically um, as courses to achieve um, passive house designation, but uh, courses and information, um, positives, ways to do things and ways not to do things. Um, so, so a professional a organization of professionals that share information. And um, we really feel that this organization is agnostic. In other words, um, not really focused on Passive House International or Passive House Institute um, of U.S., uh, but, um, but really leaning towards helping people to understand how to build better in Canada specifically. There's so much information about how to build in other parts of the world, um, especially the U.S., or in milder climates than we have, say, in Alberta or or in many parts of, of Canada. And that's part of the focus of, of Passive Buildings Canada. Correct, correct. And it's, it's pretty interesting. And also the passion on every professional that is trying to share best practices, actually, is, is just amazing because, yeah, whoever I can talk with or, or trying to share or exchange experience, everybody's open to share their experience, either good or bad. And they want to kind of just be better, right? That's the only way that we can progress because if we know how to know do things in the wrong way, I think, yeah, the possibilities are pretty broad, right? So, no, that's, that's, that's great. And, and the other part is that uh, we have, uh, I don't know if it, this is the proper word to call it, but we have like a, a small chapter or something here in Alberta as well. And isn't my understanding that you are the treasurer of that association as well, right? <laughs> I am. Yeah, I've been part of different kinds of boards that don't have anything to do with passive house for many, many years, but now I find myself on two passive house boards, which is, it's great. It's really good. So there's a bit of crossover in, in membership and, and, and Passive House Alberta was started independently. Um, the objective of, of the people who started that um, not, not-for-profit was about educating people in Alberta specifically about the passive house standard. And so um, uh, there has been a little bit of intertwining of the two organizations, mostly because 
I'm at both of them, so I can tell I can tell people at each meeting at the meetings what the other's doing. Um, but the Passive House Alberta is not a chapter as much as it is a, a independent organization and very new, um, only three years old. Uh, Passive Buildings Canada is just celebrated their tenth anniversary, um, but um, um, which makes them pretty old. But um, just three years old is not uh, terribly old, and they they have. I developed a few specific uh, specific courses, easy to um, take courses that are don't get you credit of of any sort, but introduce people to Passive House. So, if any of the listeners are interested, uh, to um, visit uh, Passive House Alberta website to see and listen to a couple of really great webinars that give a pretty decent and thorough introduction both technical and maybe not so technical courses, not really course, an hour, two hours, um, just for information purposes. That organization had some funding through um, Efficiency Alberta, and uh, they did hold courses across Alberta to introduce people to Passive House. And so we're, we're hoping to be doing much of the same, and that's, that's what we're looking to do in the, in the future and with that organization. Yeah, and I've uh, I've uh, trying to gonna look for information in in the in the website. It's, it's really good information. It provides you the snapshot on what's going on, what is the the passive house uh, principles all about, and uh, and yeah, the good point is that we're trying to can implement that here in 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 the province of Alberta, which is like a pretty extreme weather, right? And uh, we're trying to kind of just be better and trying to mm-hmm. feel better as well. And yeah, maybe we can just talk a little bit further about uh, about your, your portfolio as well. But before that, um, let's try to kind of narrow down the the conversation about your practice. So, how how was the conception of, of your of your firm in in, in uh, Sandry? So, can you tell us a little bit more about uh, about your initiation on, on that practice? So, my um, business started because I was tired of commuting uh, from Olds to Calgary. And I decided that instead. So um, that was the way I began uh, working on my own. The name of the business spent a lot of time in that area, um, camping and, and hanging out. So um, so that was that's the basis of the name. Um, the business, um, I've, I've had partnerships throughout the many decades. One of the more important ones was with Synergy Systems out of Corona, uh, with Michael Carefoot, who... who um, was able to guide me through a lot of things that I, in terms of, of, of building, building buildings better and uh, air sealing and insulation and really weird and funky and new ideas, um, which aren't so new and weird and funky anymore, but they were at the time. Um, but I did um, have partners with various ar- other architects and engineers for a whole, wa- a whole bunch of, pro- of projects across central Alberta and across Canada. And um, even a few in um, other places, one in England that I was pretty fun. So that that's the beginnings of my of my business. The reason that we're in Sundry at all is because we live on an acreage that is at the end of Walton Creek, and that creek was named after my husband's um, grandparents uh, who homesteaded in the area. So it's a home place. It's been an awesome place to live, uh, bring up children, and it's an awesome community that we live in. So. Working rurally is really 
pretty easy right now. Um, or in the early days, it wasn't so easy. I'd have to drive my drawings into a city, either Red Deer or Calgary, and get them printed off and drive them back oh. <laughs> to wherever I was going to deliver them to. And so now it's so easy to just click and click and, and have things delivered for you. How do you like it so far? Thank you for being with us. If you want to know about the following part, just keep in touch and follow us for the next part of this episode. And please don't forget to leave me a review on whichever platform that you're using to listen in this podcast, either good or bad. Remember, Mexican have thicker skin. You will hurt my feelings, that's for sure. And better yet, if it has some good criticism so I can learn from it and improve it, that will be even greater. I understand this hasn't been perfect, but it can be better every time. I recognize your time is valuable, and would like you to enjoy this moment with me as well. Also, if you like what you get from this audio, I will recommend you to be the first to share this info with your friends, so maybe they can get something valuable from it as well. Thanks for listening, and let's meet again soon.